mortgages can be a dry subject. So here's your oasis in the desert. It's the podcast that will get you talking and thinking, or more likely drinking. The Lennon to his McCartney, the Bird to his Ernie. It's the one and only Mortgage Stew and his sidekick Martin at the LM Experience. Hi there, welcome to the LM Experience. It's episode 39. Hi Martin. 39. 40 next year. Me yeah. again. Oh, well. the 15th year in a row. You're right, Stu. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting that, lo- that long ago. Yeah, absolutely. It certainly feels like it. It's coming up those bloody stairs. Um, <laughs> what we have 39, right? Who've we got? Let's have a look. I know, we've gone international again. Oh, yes. Do you remember we had that fraudulent broker in from uh, Scotland who was pinned he was Scottish, but really he was just very plummy English? Uh, what was his name? Mark Dyson? Yes. Well, we've gone proper Scottish this time. We've got Robin Purdy, director of Borders Mortgage Hub. Morning, Robin. Morning, chaps. Hi, Robin. Oh, yeah, proper Scots. Yeah. Oh, that, that's what we wanted from Dyson. Di- we wanted an accent. D- Dyson, Yorkshire Radar over the yeah, border. I know, I know. I'm very disappointed with that. But you're a proper Scotsman. Yeah, proper Scotsman. Good. Well, thanks for coming down. You're down to the awards tonight, aren't you? Yes, British Mortgage Awards. You up for no. anything? You're going to uh, win anything? I'm Best up Scottish for, accent. I'm up, for, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm up for having a few bevies. I'm, I'm not up for any awards, oh, sadly, but beers. Beers. I will. Actually, I always think that's the most comfortable way to uh, approach an awards ceremony, to be honest. What, not winning anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm very good at that. <laughs> uh, well, no, no nominations for me, so can't see myself picking up any gongs. What's what's your background then, Robin? Because I know we've been uh, me, uh, you, and Stu have been connected on on Twitter for a while. Yeah. I've had plenty of chats, and we've never really got a chance to meet much face to face. So, what, what, what's your background? How did you get into into the mortgage market up in Scotland? Uh, I mean, episode thirty nine. It probably sounds like a bit of a cliche now. Like everybody else seemed to do, I, I fell into it. Uh, <laughs> did the. Uh, you haven't met anyone yet that says I chose it as a career. No, I mean, no teenager wants to be a mortgage broker. Mm. Let's let's face it. Um, did the degree for people that don't know what they do, you know, business studies. Um, left that. Did a bit more work for my father's roofing company. I'd been doing that in holiday time, all that kind of stuff. Did that seven eight months. And I think it was early two thousand. Right. Thought right. Did this degree. Need a job where you need to wear a suit. Yeah. Uh, seen an ad for in the Scotsman newspaper. Some kind of finance thing. Didn't have a clue. Uh, little picture of a Porsche, was it, in the, pretty, in the corner? Pretty yeah. much. Well, it's funny you say that, actually. It was a company, uh, so I got that job. It was a company called City Financial Partners. Yeah. They were a tied agent for Lincoln Financial Group. Yeah. Uh, come in, self-employed, self-generating, commission only. Literally handed a massive piece of paper, folded into eight, yeah. and, okay, on page one, make a, lo- a list of everybody you know from the rugby club, make a list of Family, all your friends, yeah. and that's your hit list. Phone them, yeah. tell them you're a financial oh, advisor. very familiar. Go see them and do a pension, do some income protection. Yeah. Um, hated it, absolutely <laughs> hated it. I mean, if you've seen the Phil Boiler Room, it was similar to that, yeah. despised it. But then a group of the guys, sort of six months later, left to form an IFA. Oh, okay. I'd seen enough in me to invite me along. Um, it was the same thing, self-generating, self-employed still, but, you know, being... A bit more in, credible. A bit more credible, being independent helped massively. Did that for a few years and uh, as an IFA, you were a, fully fledged. I, I was your jack yeah. of all trades, yeah. mortgage in the morning, bond in the afternoon, yeah. pension in the evening, that yeah. kind of uh, Played it out a bit, if I'm yeah. being if I'm being honest. Um then the credit crunch came along. i I was starting to do more and more mortgage protection stuff and less and less pension were investment you, stuff. Were you working towards that diploma? I got the diploma. Got the diploma I got the yeah. diploma, yeah. Mm-hmm. And but in two thousand eleven I was, you know, same as everybody else, was really struggling. Mm. Uh Luckily, had a very supportive wife who had a teacher's salary, had an interest-only mortgage. Um, Saviours. So, <laughs> Saviours. Um, then, actually thought, well, I'm going to I'm gonna phone around some new potential intros here. Um, 
not getting past the de- front desk anywhere. But then eventually, one of them, you know, one of the guys that owns a, a you know, at the time was a fairly fledging estate agent, stroke solicitors in Edinburgh. Uh, he said, "Yeah, come meet for a coffee." Met him. I think it was almost the following day. Thinking, okay, great. Here's a new source, fifteen percent payaway. Uh, he was kind of no. Uh, I'm looking to set up a mortgage brokerage. Do you fancy it? Literally in half an half an hour of meeting this guy. Mm. Didn't fancy it. Then thought about it for a couple of weeks. Got back in touch with him, uh, and he and I set up a mortgage brokerage called Move uh, Financial. Uh, hit it off. Got on like a house on fire. Uh, mutually worked well for both parties. Uh, had a lot of good years doing that and. Start of this year, just fancied a bit of a change of direction. Um, wee bit of a gap in the market, I felt, in the geographical location in which I live. Was um, it? In the Scottish borders. Right. Um, sort of 40 miles south of Edinburgh. Yeah. Uh, been based in Edinburgh as Movate Financial. Uh, so we kept an office in Edinburgh. I rebranded the company. Yeah. Uh, called it Borders Mortgage Hub. Kept a client meeting room in central Edinburgh to continue to service that market mm-hmm. uh, and opened a shop in a town called Gala Shields down right. in the Scottish border. So you've gone there, yeah, that, that's, I've seen quite a few businesses do that uh, lately, the opening the, the shop front, mm. you know, it's kind of gone full, full circle a little bit. You had that a lot back in 07 and 08, didn't you? Yeah. And, um, uh, and I've seen quite a few people, some sort of business going down, down. How's that, was it, I, so you, I, is that walk-ins basically? I, well, I, w- I would recommend it in all would honesty, you? but I think, you know, obviously it depends on geographically where you are, you know, you can't, and rents. Yeah. Well, that's it. You can't go wherever in London and just yeah. open a shop. You know, this is yeah. reasonably low cost, low gamble. Mm. Uh, You're on the you high know, street. On the high street, right. yeah. Pretty, you know, pretty nice street, pretty nice thoroughfare mm. on a one way system. So there's the presence, obviously, mm. and there literally is walk-ins. I mean, we had two yesterday. Really mm-hmm. decent stuff. Uh, yeah, walk past your shop a few times. Here I am. Uh, you need a few of those a month. You, you pay. You pay the cost, don't oh, you? Yeah. I mean, that's that, that's it. But you know, being there, like I say, a bit of a gap in the market, bit of presence. Then some other people want to know your name in terms of you know other solicitors, accountants, estate agents, etc. So no, it's been a. I would thoroughly recommend mm. opening a shop. If I'm being honest, provided you know it's real. You know, provided it's a realistic option. What what plans have you got for uh, Borders Mortgage Hub? I and mean, what are you, are you world domination? Uh, I, it's a, it's a good question, actually. You know, I think we were sort of touching upon it when we were chatting earlier. Um, I don't know. The more <laughs> the, the the more bodies in theory, you know, the more problems. We've got a great team at the moment, I have to say, and we've got another advisor starting a week on Monday. Um, we've got a really tight, what, what, excellent... What, what's your headcount work? Uh, well, I'm still advising. We've got another advisor, yeah. uh, Ross, who's great. Um, we've got two... I'm not going to call them admins because they've, got, better than that. they've yeah. got much more to them than that. One the power at, planner almost, as the IFA would call uh, them. Ab- mm. Absolutely. You know, they still, you know, they still do, you know, what you'd class as mm. admin tasks, but they're completely, you know... They're, would, you train, is your, would you train them up to CMAP level and get them uh, client-facing? One, one of them has just started right. CMAP. Um, they're, you know, they're both compliance ninjas. They can see all the red flags, early doors. Yeah. That, yeah. You know, that's massive for me. Um so, you know, there's them and we've got another advisor starting a week on Monday. Right. Um, so pretty excited about that. He's, he seems to have pretty good pedigrees, you know, for, for a guy that's quite young. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're I very much looking forward to him getting stuck in as well. Right. That's great. So have you got at the moment, do you cover all general areas of financing or any particular specialisms uh, at all? In all honesty, Stu, I think we're, you know, I'd, I'd class us as relatively vanilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we had, a, we had a walk-in a couple of days ago, uh, commercial. Uh, funnily enough, gave him Mark Dyson's right. number. Damn. You know, I, 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 I like to think I know what we're good at. Yeah, and stick with it. In all honesty, I think it's, if it's a case that you're not 
on it all. It's a type of thing you're not on all the time. The client will soon smell that. As well, well, I the thing think. is, well, I always find it really difficult as well getting into. I mean, we've we've started to move in because of our locations, obviously South Coast. We've got Bournemouth very close yeah. by. Blah blah blah. It's a big retirement area. And for our perspective, the future could well be moving towards like equity release. But getting something like that off the ground is tough work. It, We've tried it, all sorts of things, and it it's is, just it is. Oh, I, I mean, you know, all jokes about Mark. He, he is a top top mortgage broker. And he's got a very very good business. And if I, if I was in that same boat over there, I'd have no problem referring that across to well, Mark or anyone else for that, that matter. That's, that's I don't exactly. want to get involved in it myself. I well, can't be bothered. Three, three, <laughs> day, three days scratching around, speaking to lenders, trying to trying to source it, trying to place it. Give them somebody else's number and you continue what you're good at in the meantime. Mm. Yeah. Explain to the client, be honest with the client, look, it's not something I'll do, it's not something I'm involved in every day, but here's a guy that is. The clients yeah. appreciate that. Oh, ab- ab- absolutely. The hands yeah. of a, a I mean, professional. General time, Mark Wright, we had on a few episodes ago, yeah. didn't we? The yeah. guy was in The Apprentice. Great, great episode, yeah. He basically quite clearly said he now outsources whatever he can. Yep. to concentrate Delicate. on the stuff that he knows he can generate the income from. Yep. And that that was just like, for me, it was like click, flick of a switch. Like, oh, yeah. for God's sake, just think a bit sense. more before you take things on. Because yeah. sometimes you do end up, don't you? You, you want to help people, which is the primary... Yes, everybody wants to earn. That's fine. Yeah. But when people come to you, you want to help them in some shape or form. And it's about finding the right way, isn't it? Whether it's your continual involvement or, like you say, handing it off to somebody who can deal with it perhaps quicker. That's that's it. They've got the con- they've got the contacts. They've got a bit more experience in in that particular field yeah. of the lending. You can you can spread yourself too thin, mm. uh, and become a you know. And that's why I gave up being an IFA. You know, because I was a jack of all. Better yeah. this, better that, better this, and it you're better just to well, specialise. Well, has changed as well, hasn't it? Because oh. it used to be exactly the same. I used to be you know just a bit of pension here, a bit of ice, yeah. and then you can't tickle that stuff. It's the stuff's too important for you not to do it right for no, the I client. Totally mm-hmm. agree. I, th- I think I think you're doing your client a disservice massively. To be honest. Massively. Um, so, what's the what's the Scottish mortgage like at the um, Scottish mortgage market like at the moment? Um, uh, you busy? We are we're exceptionally busy. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I we know lots and lots and lots of purchases going on. Lots of purchase inquiries. You know, been in this game quite a while now. We've, you know, we've got a fairly big and relatively loyal client bank for reviews, which is always a good thing. Um, but yeah, it's a it, it, it's a fairly buoyant market up there. Mm-hmm. Edinburgh is crazy. Absolutely. Is it? Really, it really is something Active. something that we hold yeah. at the moment. You know, twenty offers at a closing date. Had a, can had you just sorry? Can you just talk me through the Scottish process? Sure. I'm pretending I've known it for years, but I haven't really. How sure. does it actually work? Uh, well, I you know from a buyer's perspective, it's a much better process than is it? it is than it is down here. Yeah. Predominantly because from buyer's point of view, if it's a property on the open market, there is no survey ambiguity. Right. There is a home report done by a chart surveyor. Yeah. Provided by the vendor for the benefit of the purchasers. So if the property has a home report value of four hundred thousand, there's, there's no arguing over that. Well, from a mortgage from a mortgage point of view, if a, you know if a client's hell bent and having an eighty five percent mortgage or ninety five, you know, or a ninety percent mortgage to not have to go above ninety percent, then they know they need ninety percent of four hundred. Yeah. Now, if there's a few other interested parties, the seller will sooner or later set a closing date for blind bids. You as the purchaser find out how many other people are in. You can find out how many other people have noted their interest. So, mm-hmm. you know, this property goes to a closing date Friday midday. You phone up on the Thursday. There's seven other notes of interest. Now you know that not all of them necessarily are going to make an offer because some will be scared off because there's six others. Yeah, but you know that it, is it high speeds at that point? High, a bit high speed. Well, not necessarily. You know, if, if there's a cash buyer that comes in second by, mm. you might take that as a yeah. That's it. Um, but you know, seven notes of interest. Home report value four hundred thousand. 
you know that you're going to need to pay more than 400,000. Mm. Now, the mortgage will still, however, be 90% or whatever LTV you want, 90% of 400, and you need to fund the rest. Find the rest yourself. So there literally is, and, and, and the, the lender doesn't, well, I mean, some lenders still, if you want them to, will do their own survey, but every lender will work off the home report. Mm. So the, the home report is paid for by the vendor paid and for is available to anyone that wants to put an offer in of you, the property. That's it. It's available to literally anybody. And like I say, that's ultimately what the lender's going to use as the survey. So the, does the estate agent then list it at that, at that price from the survey? The, Rather than guess like they do down here. <laughs> the, we're, back into a, you know, we're back into a bit of a climate of what's known as offers over, whereby yeah, it's, yeah, it's a market, price. in that particular instance, it's market marketed as offers over 380 or 390. I say to clients on the buying side, ignore that figure. You know, people yeah. people say they want 380, they want 390, they don't, they don't want a penny less than home report value. Mm-hmm. But the offers over figure tends to be a bit less and it drums up that interest so that on an open viewing on a Sunday afternoon, the buyer turns up and, you know, it's like Piccadilly Circus. Mm. Um, that The offers over figure means nothing. The key figure is the home report value. Yeah. So if you need a mortgage, that's what the loan value is going to be based on. Because in principle, I mean, I'm going back to my bank days, but when home information packs were supposedly coming yes. in down here, <laughs> that in a way I always thought was going to be quite a positive thing. Oh, from from, the, from a you, buyer, from a for, broker's yeah. point of view, yeah. it's, it's tremendous. Because but from that perspective, everything was nice and open, wasn't it? And the amount it of backlash... Off, it? But it was, Just, was, I think the thing was, it was, it was, I think it was Rick's and also... Um, the solicitors didn't mm. like the idea of it either and that's really what kiboshed it because then all you were left with was the energy performance certificates yeah, yeah. that's it Irex Irex wouldn't obviously be a fan <laughs> <laughs> so you've got this and you've, you've had a rough accepted degree the price from a legal perspective I was understanding that once you've done that you're pretty much locked into that pre- transaction pre- and that's a right. good thing there's, there's, there's very no, exactly. very there's hardly any or it's deemed to be so unethical yeah, in Scotland mm-hmm. lots of the estate agents particularly in Edinburgh lots of the estate agents are also solicitors Okay. Solicitor stroke estate agents. Um, so, you know, when, when the buyers had an offer accepted, for all intents and purposes, it's off the market. It goes what's called under offer, and that tells other prospective pe- people that don't bid because an offer's been accepted pen- pending the conclusion of missives. Now, the conclusion of missives is Scotland's version of exchange of contracts. Right. It tends to happen a bit quicker than it does down here. Yes. What happens, you know, when you have an offer accepted in a property in Scotland, very quickly you'll, you know, you and the seller will agree an entry date which will be the day the transaction comes to fruition. Normally eight weeks there, thereabouts, seven, eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So you know that kind of outset. Yeah. Somewhere in between, there is the conclusion of missives. So from a mortgage processing point of view, you know, you don't have eight weeks to get your mortgage offer out. You maybe have two, three, generally two, three, four weeks. The seller, solicitor will start to be making a noise about concluding, you know, concluding the missives. That's so. nice though, and it times go wise, to be honest. Which sounds very twee and romantic. What's it called? Missives? The conclusion of missives. I like that. Better than exchange of contracts. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to conclude my missives regularly now. And down. <laughs> it won't mean anything, <laughs> but it just it, sounds it, better. It actually sounds yeah. quite medical. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I mean, and, f- you know, for those reasons, as a, as a broker who assists purchasers in Scotland, we have, ver- you know, when, when somebody's an offer accepted, you know, application's been submitted, you know, it's, you know, pretty confident it's going to go through the offer, through, yeah. and and you know it's going to complete. Maybe one percent will so fall. Not as much heartache as there is mm. down in down in England. Oh, right. absolutely. You know, solicitor might find out that the attic conversion doesn't have the paperwork, that yeah. kind of thing. You, you know, that yeah. crops on from time to time. But there's there's no down on purchases. There's no down valuations, anything like that. So just quickly, the big move by MAB and First Mortgage. Interesting. Um, yeah. What, what's your what's your thoughts on that? Um, uh, I mean, any any broker in Scotland that sees that has got got to be sitting up and taking notice. I mean, that's, that's what that, I think. That's Absolutely. A, you've got to be looking at yourself, your processes. Yeah. 
It's a big old statement. It's a big uh, marker, I, I think. I mean, ma- for, the, for the industry, not just yeah. Scotland. Mab are a big player in Scotland. Yeah. Some some of the biggest brokerages are part of Mab. Yeah. And now Mab have purchased Another a big, big stake yeah. in, in by what is by a mile the biggest brokerage. Uh, so you know, it could be you know there could be other member firms that join you know, together. Maybe. Well, do you, do you, does it encourage you to scale up more or? Uh, oh, don't know. Difficult. It, it's it's it's. It, it it's hard to say. It, it certainly does make me take a look at it though and go mm. right. Okay, this is a you know this is yeah. a big bold statement. I thought that was a very very interesting move. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, Robin, come on in. Thirty seconds to sell Borders Mortgage Hub. What have we got? What what can you do that Mark Dyson can't do? Uh, commercial, <laughs> commercial. <laughs> no, I mean I, what we what we try and we we're, we're really big on the educational side, yeah. particularly for first time buyers, educating educating the pur- the purchaser on how the purchase process works yeah. and where the mortgage sides side of things fall within that. Prepping them, what documents you need, getting them in the best possible position. You know, to be accepted for a mortgage, which ultimately will give them the best chance. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I consider us to be a wee bit more than you know, mortgage and protection brokers. It's will. not a conveyor belt process, what you say. It, it's proper. It's not. There's long. There's long game stuff. Yeah. You know. You know, we we tell people, we help people to get in the you know to get in the best position to ultimately get their end mm, goal, which yeah. is a set of keys in their hand. So. Yeah. And also, you're very ethical. Uh, not, I'm not saying that <laughs> everyone else isn't, <laughs> but I saw something in, on Twitter today about didn't you pretty much report a client? Uh, the, Yes, I um, use my words carefully there. I, I, well, yes, and you know, you come across across clients and they're at it. They know yeah. they're at it. They admit yeah. they're at it. I've got this bite in the, the background. Wind. It's on Airbnb. That kind of stuff can land brokers in deep, deep trouble, as you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, you got to do the right thing as a broker. Oh, and you, good for you. Yeah, good for you, Robin. Mm. Definitely. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like you said, with regards to kind of the hand-holding that you do for first-time buyers, it's also the same thing as well when you're in discussions with, like you say, people that you come across like that. Also, self-employed clients as well, isn't it? It's in terms of there's so many things that are done on a on a inverted commas clever yeah. situation by accountants to yeah. reduce tax, yeah. which when it comes down to you trying to borrow the money... Forget it. Well, look at percentages, for yeah. example. Somebody takes their percentage of ownership down below 20%. Yeah. The amount of lenders who then view them as PAYE yeah. in terms of income. Yeah, I think we have to be those sort of changes. custodians of, of, uh, of the co- advice co- process. Completely, mm. completely agree. I, I don't want to end up off... You know, or the, you know, the implications of being off a lender's panel yeah. are catastrophic. So, absolutely. And, you, you know, you've got, you, you got to be the, you know, the gatekeeper, if you like, and yeah. do the right thing. Brilliant. Well, listen, thanks Thanks for flying down for some beers on us. Yeah, very welcome. <laughs> um, thanks for having me, guys. football team, uh, Robin, have you got one? Uh, yeah, Newcastle. Don't, don't. No, I am going to go. I am going to go. <laughs> uh, are you a fan of Benitez? I am a fan of Benitez. He's done it's a shame, a, isn't it? He's a, he's a miracle worker, quite yeah. frankly, and it is yeah. a massive shame. I mean, what, what body part can Mike actually cut uh, off next? I, I mean, know, it, it's it, crazy. It, you it look at the record of Newcastle before... Um, uh, Ashley was there, yeah. and since Ashley, it's chalk and cheese. There's, there's no success at all, is there? Oh, really? It's, it's yeah. It's who do you want to replace depressing. Benitez? Oh, I mean, they're talking. You know, there's talk of Avram Grant. There's talk of Gary Monk. Oh, my I, word. I, I, we're in a bad Mourinho. place. Well, that's been mooted. Big club. They, they, they would clash him and him, him and him and uh, Ashley would clash within three months, and that would be a, that would be that. And we'd go on to the next well, one as well. We'll all find out. It starts again next month. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> scary. It's always um, brilliant, Robin. Thanks very much for that. I really enjoyed Thanks, that guys. one. Very yep. appreciated. Cheers, Robin. That's great. That's episode thirty-nine, Martin. Brilliant. On to the next one. We will be um, speaking to you again soon. If you'd like to appear as a guest, you can do so, or you can nominate somebody of your own choosing as well, if they're happy to attend. Of course, yeah, um, yeah. you can contact us through our Twitter feed, which is at the LM Experience. And 
And do remember, you can also share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. Brilliant. Great, Robin. Stu, thanks again. Cheers, guys. Thanks for listening. And please subscribe and follow us on Twitter. And remember, there ain't no party like a highly regulated mortgage party. And your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on a mortgage or any other debt secured on it. <laughs>